Welcome to another episode of Daddy No. Day number 66, being a stay-at-home father. I made it past 60 days. My mother-in-law said I wouldn't. She said I gave up, but I made it. What? Excuse me, sir? So you're in a better mood. You woke up just angry and yelling and crying and... Yeah, I said, yeah, yeah, you know how to drive dad nuts. Made him waffles this morning. All kids love waffles. It was an Eggo waffle. If you've seen commercials, you know kids love Eggo waffles. And he was eating it. I said he had to eat it at the table. And he wanted to watch his uh, magic school bus on the couch and eat it. Yes, I know. My daughter's here, too. Uh, and I told him, no, you got to eat at the table. And he told me, no, no, never. Never, never, just started yelling at me. I was like, oh, okay. So I turned off the TV. So we, we dealt with about an hour and a half of him breaking down and crying. So it was a fun morning, real fun morning. And then uh, my daughter here had an explosion in her diaper, which was great. So it was a fun morning full of uh, crying and crap, which is most of my mornings. But hey, at least I'm not getting paid to do this. So that's good. I do it out of love. Right, mama? I do it out of love. Yes? Love you. Uh, so this is, uh, like I said, day number 66, being a stay-at-home father, episode number nine. Uh, I actually got a few questions about what to, people were wondering on the uh, for the podcast, for Daddy No, and that was one person asked me why I started comedy. Actually, that was the only question that I had, why I started comedy. I don't know if they meant it as like, why... Why are you even doing comedy? Like, you should quit. Or they meant it like, hey, I'm a fan. I like what you do. Why did you start? I appreciate it. Either way, I'll tell the story. Um, one of my family members is listening to this, or one of Marissa's family members is listening to this. You probably shouldn't hear the story. It's pretty messed up and dark. But, hey, it's the truth. It's what happened. Um, I'm going to also talk about uh, an online debate. One of these comics had uh, a friend of mine, Joey McCormick. Shout out to Joey. Uh, he, he has a mic at Line and Rose on Wednesdays at 9 o'clock. Make sure to hit that up if you're in San Antonio, off-Broadway. Uh, but he um, put on there, doesn't have any kids, but he put on Facebook, uh, I think it's gross when parents kiss their children on their lips, right? And saying it, it's like, especially if I didn't have any kids, I'd be like, yeah, that's disgusting, right? Uh, but I'm a parent. And I have a, a, a baby, and I have a three-year-old, and my three-year-old will come up to me and say, love you, daddy, and he kiss me on the lips. And I'm going to explain why. I mean, I used to think that was gross, but why I don't think that's gross now. At a certain age, it will stop. But, I mean, as a child, as a baby now, I don't, I don't think it's gross. But I, I'll explain more than that. Some, one girl, one of his friends got real upset about it. And it's like, yeah, you, he doesn't have kids. He doesn't know. Quit getting so mad. It's just his opinion. Um, also, uh, aliens and God. Just to take a hard left turn and talk about something that people are like, what? Yeah, do Because uh, I had a debate not too long ago with some comedians about are aliens real? Is God real? You know, and all this different type of stuff like that. So I'm just going to talk about aliens and God. And uh, also, at the end of the conversation we had... 
we had a debate on what the meaning of life is. Not that either of us were correct and what the meaning of life is, because what is the meaning of life? Like, nobody really knows. Like, those don't sound like they'd be funny topics. But once you hear how dumb my opinion is, you'll be like, ah, yeah, he's, he's, uh, maybe it's not funny, but it's dumb. So that's good. So why did I start, why did I start doing comedy? Um, I started in 2010, and uh, the reason I started, and this is before I was married or had kids or anything, the reason I started was uh, I've always wanted to do comedy. I actually lived in Austin for a while, and for a whole year before I started doing comedy, right after college in 2009, I wrote. I wrote a bunch of jokes, and I would just study Comedy Central and go on YouTube and study, study that type of stuff and do it in front of the mayor. And while I was living in Austin, I'd go to the open mic, I'd go online and find out where the open mic was, and I'd go, and then I'd chicken out, and I'd come back. Like, to the point where I'm hyperventilating on the way to the open mic, and I couldn't do it. And nobody nobody knew about it. I wasn't telling anybody about that, but I'd get all scared, and I'd be shaking. If I felt like, like when the day would come for the open mic, I would shake all day. Like, I would be that nervous, like, uh, like that much stage fright. So I came, I moved to San Antonio after I got fired. Uh, I moved to San Antonio with my then girlfriend, now wife. And uh, I was working. I still want to do comedy. And I told people that I wanted, I told my girlfriend or wife, I told my cousin, she signed me up for open mic at UTSA. I didn't end up going. I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm scared. So the reason I started doing it was uh, I got addicted uh, to opiates. I got addicted to Vicodin. I was taking Vicodin because I had a, a ruptured disc between L4 and L5 and it was very painful and I was working long hours selling gym memberships. So I was popping pills like crazy, but I'd get tired because I'm popping like eight Vicodin, 10 Vicodin a day, right? I get tired. So at the same time, uh, I went out and I got Adderall, which uh, most people know what Adderall is, right? It's for the ADD medication. Uh, but it's like speed. So every morning was Adderall while drinking energy drinks during the day and taking Vicodin. So I lost a whole bunch of weight. I got down to 160 pounds. I looked sick. Like I was on drugs because I was on drugs. And I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy. And I hated, I hated my job at the time. And I really I didn't know what to do. I was like, this is his life. This is all I'm going to do. I'm going to work these stupid hours. I mean, yeah, I'm getting paid good money, but I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. And so one night uh, I decided to come home and I took a handful of Vicodin. I took eight Vicodin and all at once and I chugged a 24. And then, uh, like I said, our family, hope you didn't listen to this. And then I smoked a blunt um, and I put a bar in that blunt, which makes it taste horrible. And I smoked that. And I, was, I, I don't know what I was thinking. I don't, I, I don't, I don't look like I'm going to kill myself. It was just in my head. I was like, I'm going to push myself as far as I can go. So I feel nothing. I don't want to feel anything. And so I did that and my heart skipped a beat and I freaked out and I was like, wait a minute. So I went to the room where my girlfriend was. And right before I could tell her, hey, take me to the hospital, I passed out. I fell on the bed and all my clothes. She woke up in the morning and found me that way, but I was breathing, so she didn't think anything of it. But when I fell, I woke up and it was just like I blinked my eyes. I blinked my eyes and I was awake. 
and I was scared because I thought that was it. I died. Like when I passed out, I was like, I'm dead. She's going to wake up and she's going to find her boyfriend uh, full of crack. Because that's what, that's what happens when you die, I believe. You release your bowels. So I'd be full of crap all over me. And which would be really messed up for her because this would be her second boyfriend uh, who died. Yeah, she had a boyfriend before who passed away. Or a guy she was dating. But that, so I would have really messed her up. So thank God that didn't happen. For her sake, at least, right? So I, I went and I passed out. And when I woke up, I woke up not like, oh yeah, I'm alive. I woke up scared, like, <gasps> like what happened? What happened? And from that day on, she can even say it, it's like I changed, like almost like if I did die, and something else inhabited my body because I was like, I'm not living like this anymore. And I went and I grabbed all my Adderall pills and I grabbed all my Vicodin pills, which I had two prescriptions. So I had like 120 pills. I just refilled them. And I dumped them all on the toilet. All the druggies are mad about that now. They're like, why, why didn't you sound to me? I didn't know you. So I dumped them down the toilet and I flushed it. And that day on, I was just like, man, I'm, I, I can't do this anymore. I, gotta, I, 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 I can't, be, can't be doing all these drugs. I'm going to change. And uh, I would say not too long after, I think uh, less than a month after, I planned to go do the open mic, but I chickened. I was chicken out again. I was with my cousin and my wife or girlfriend again at the time. And we went and saw a movie, which is they have an animal draft house right next to Laugh Out Loud open mic. And when we got out, I saw that there wasn't that many people inside the open mic. So I told them, hey, let's go check it out. And it was like 10 something at night. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go up and I signed my name at the end. Mind you, I'm drunk. I had to get wasted. And I got drunk. And I and uh, I remember it was Clifton Simmons. Shout out to Clifton, comic here, who was hosting. And he's like, man, you're brave. I was like, nah, I got this. Remember, I've been writing jokes for a year. So they don't even know that I have material already in my head worked out. So I'm coming up to my spot at the very end. I'm nervous. I want to vomit all over myself. I want to crap my pants. I'm like, tell them, hey, let's leave. They forced me to stay there. So I go up. And as I go up, you know, my heart's pounding. I tell my first joke, which, by the way, is a horrible, horrible joke. It's uh, the rules of 69. Yeah, I'm not even going to repeat the joke, but I got laughs. I got laughs on the very first joke I told, and I was addicted since then. I was like, oh, my God, this is the greatest drug and feeling that I've ever felt in my life. And I was addicted. The second joke didn't work. The second joke, I turned around and talked out of my butt like Jim Carrey and Ace Ventura. That was horrible. Everybody looked at me weird. But after that, I was like, man, I'm doing this. And since I started that in 2010, the longest I've gone without doing comedy is 10 days. That's the longest I haven't done it. And that's not even by choice. That was because I went a week without doing comedy because I went on vacation. Then I came back and I had two shows in a row canceled. So, but I mean, I, I, it's, I gotta, I gotta do it. You have to, it's uh, never done it. And that's one of the things that you've always want to do. I recommend at least doing it once. But, um, for some people, I mean, I've always wanted to do it since I was a little kid. There's two things I want to do. Either I wanted to go to the NBA or be a stand up comic. And, uh, yeah, for some reason, the NBA thing didn't really Say work out. Louis. What do you know, Isaiah? Say I do it. Do you, do you like the daddy does comedy? The monkey one. Do you like the daddy does comedy? The monkey one. I know, but do you like the dad? Did I tell jokes? Do you like that I tell jokes? Don't. Am I funny? That one. Am I funny? No, look. 
I know, I saw that, but am I funny? No, I'm funny. No, I'm not funny? Okay, cool. Well, no, you know what? I was able. I have Devo and Magic. It's Magic. Yeah, don't. Do you want to be a stand-up comedian? Do you want to no, tell jokes? No, no, no. No, no, no. Do, you want to be a singer? No, what? What? You want to be, you want to be a dinosaur? Is that what that is? You want to be a dinosaur? Huh? Yes? No? No. No? No. All right. Calm down then. Jeez. What? He's about to be four. Um, not to embarrass you, son, but I kind of doing something weird. He was uh, he was in our bedroom and I was just being real quiet. And I walk in, and he's like going at it with a pillow, just like humping it hard. And I I didn't get mad at him. You know what I mean? I'm just like, oh, oh, okay. I felt like just walking backwards and walking out and being like, oh, oh, all right, you're. But then I saw that it was I saw that it was my pillow, and I was just like, yeah, don't don't do don't do that with my pillow. So, but uh, I he's a little boy. It's natural. It's not like he was being dirty about it. I mean, he was kind of being dirty about it. But, uh, hey, don't help my pillows anymore. If you could do that, I appreciate it. Help mommy's pillows. You can help mommy's pillows. Just don't pump my... Okay, now you're going to get awkward with me. You're just going to feel awkward. I guess that is awkward to talk about. <laughs> he looked at me like, why are you talking about this? I don't know what you're talking about this. And my daughter's just looking at me like, well, what did he do? Don't worry, mama. You don't understand. Oh, you don't understand. She's teething right now, so she just bites everything. See how quiet of a baby she is? She's been here this entire time. She doesn't make any noise. She's just looking at me like, I like to hear you talk, Dad. Thank you, Mama. Thank you for liking see, me talking. Most people I don't, see, so I appreciate I that. Um, transitioning, since my kids are here, too, uh, about kissing your kids. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Can I have a kiss? Love you. Um, yeah, there's a Say debate. News. You, you're done. Keep plugging yourself. You keep plugging yourself, and I'm trying to do the podcast. Do you want to add to the podcast other than Monkey Wands and I, Isaiah Knows? It's my show. It's your show. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's his show. I apologize. Go ahead. No, it's our show. It's our show. That's what I said. It's our show, and you said it was your show. No, I went. I think it's getting to your I head. Went. I got it. Man, things get into your head a little bit, man. Things get into your head a little bit. Um, was Oh, yeah, to kiss your kids on the lips. Like, uh, I, it was a debate online. He just wrote that he thinks it's gross, which I can see why people think it's gross. But the way I, I, I look at it, I mean, it's, it, it's not a sexual thing. It's just you give your kid a kiss, and he sees me give his mom a kiss. Right? And where do I kiss his mom? Usually on the lips, right? So when he comes in, it's not like I go and grab his face and I kiss him on the lips. He comes up to me and says, I love you, and will kiss me on the lips. Why? Because he sees me kiss his mother on the lips. And I don't want to say, no, you don't kiss me on the lips. Kiss me on the cheek. Because then he'll think, oh, my love is different for you. And it's not. It's, 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 it's a, a, bless you. It's a sign. It's a, it's a sign of, um... Affection, that's all it is. It's a sign of affection. Um, my daughter is only a baby. I don't kiss her on the lips, mainly because, you know, if I have a cold sore in my mouth or anything like that, uh, not on my lips, but in my mouth, I want to, but I don't kiss her on the lips because of my germs. I kiss her on top of the head. But when my daughter's older, and of course she sees me kiss my wife on the lips, then 
if she kisses me on the lips, I'm not going to be like, no, that's gross. I'm your dad. You don't do that. It's like, that's, that's my daughter. Of course they do. Now, once they get into a certain age of reason, like when my son is older and understands like five, oh, six, seven, eight, by that time, I think he's going to be like, no, it's daddy. I don't kiss daddy on the lips. I give him a kiss on the cheek. Or on the forehead, you know what I mean? That's that's that that'd be a little different, you know what I mean? But even if you do kiss your kids, or even to their teenagers in the lips, I don't, I don't care unless you're like Lil Wayne and Birdman. Then that, I mean, that's not your actual dad. That's your that, that's your more your producer, and then you kiss on the lips. But hey, whatever, whatever that is, that's that's them. I don't know if you guys remember that a long time ago, people were saying that that they were gay because they kissed each other on the lips and stuff. Hey, maybe they just you know it's an European style thing. I don't know. But yeah, just, uh, but man, Joey pissed some people off when he wrote that. This one girl was like, I love my children. You don't understand. And, and getting mad at him. Well, cause Joey, Joey threw out some, some, some jabs. Like he talked, he, he put out an article about this one culture that does really nasty stuff to their children, which I won't repeat cause they're both right here. I was just like, yeah, that's, that's, that's not affection. That's, something sinister that's gross that's not the same at all so i don't know exactly what your point was in that and then he got real mad because he has a twin sister and i was just like you know what i think is gross taking baths with your twin sister that's what i think is gross when people did that and i think that kind of irked him a little bit <laughs> dang baby don't fart that bad geez you already had one explosion today oh my god she just poops and eats and poops and eats and it's all right. That's what my life would be if I could. Love you. Um, so, yeah, kiss your, kiss your kids. If they want to kiss you on the lips, let them kiss you on the lips. Again, I don't grab them in the face and be like, hey, give your daddy a kiss on the lips. Like, that's not what it is at all. It's just a sign of affection. That's what they see their parents do or me and his mom do. So that's what that's what they decide to do. Um, now, this is a weird transition because I'm talking about aliens and God. It was just a debate I had with some comedians where another comedian was saying that aliens or extra-dimensional beings or other life forms do not exist, that God does not exist. And I know religious people are going to get mad, like, don't put those two together. They're not the same. Unless you watch Ancient Aliens, then uh, it is the same. But <laughs> so, but to me, it, it was it's always... I don't understand how people can be like, no, there's no such thing as aliens or extra dimensional beings or other life forms. There is no such thing. There can't be. You can't prove it. And in my mind, I'm like, we're so small and insignificant on this little tiny dot of a planet. There has to be. There has to have to just averages. And there has to be some other life forms out there. And then people, the guy was getting mad. He goes, well, how come they never visited? It's like, well, would you, would you go to an anthill and start talking to ants? No. That's what we are. We're ants. You know, even the smartest man is still just a monkey. He's the smartest monkey. All right? The smartest monkey is still a monkey. It doesn't matter. So I think we think too highly of ourselves. We're insignificant in the whole grand scheme of things. We're young. On this planet, we're young. You know what I mean? If, if you either believe that we're 6,000 years old, which I don't, or millions of years old, we're still in the grand scheme of things young. We're not billions of years old, right? We haven't built, I mean, we've built a good civilization, but we haven't built this grand civilization. Like, ooh, we got to the moon. We sent people to the moon. Ooh, and some people were like, no, they didn't. It was all fake. Scorsese said, look, listen, 
<laughs> the, it, I mean, that, that's not even a feat, really. Like, wow, you got to the moon. How about you get out of your solar system? That would be a feat, you know what I mean? Like, we haven't even explored the other moons and other planets. We can't even go to the very last planet in our solar system. So, really, we're, we're not even on that. We're not on any type of scale that we're... Uh, another being, intelligent being, would come and see us. And if they did come and see us, they all they see is war, and they'd research us. And how would they do that? The internet. For what is the internet? But the entire collective consciousness of all humanity. And half that stuff is uh, pornography. So what does that say about us as a species? They're like, is this the way they say hello to each other? Are these greetings? This is a very violent greeting. They use our disgusting. What are they doing? Like not only with each other, but with with oh my god, with animals and different vegetables. What is this? This is disgusting. Like, how would you want to go visit that culture? Would you really want to go visit that culture of these crazy monkey people who are over sexualized? Like they don't understand the words I'm saying, so it's okay, my kids. They understand, but that's that's nobody's gonna come visit that. We went to the moon. We got a flag on there. Shut up. Shut up. You're, we're still dumb. In the grand scheme of things, we're still dumb. And the other thing he said is, uh, God, does God, God doesn't exist. And he goes, you can't prove it. And I said, well, you can't unprove it. And whether you, you're atheist or agnostic or Muslim or Catholic or Buddhist or whatever, I, I personally believe in God, right? God is, I mean, but, uh, and, in, and my family, this is just, they're going to get mad. But to me, God is love. Just that feeling that, 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 that proves to me or I believe that there is God because of love. And then he came at me and goes, well, let me ask you this. If if there's God, all right, he says, they say, and people a lot of times say he. I don't say he, I say God. I don't say he or she. It's just God. Uh, but, you all right? But anyway, he says, then he goes, if, how does God, if God exists, give you Free will. Oh, no. Oh, give you free will, but God knows what you're going to do. That makes no sense. You, you can't give somebody free will and at the same time know what you're going to do. In my explanation back, which can be completely ignorant or dumb, but I, my thought process was, well, we think of time as being linear, right? If you're an all-knowing being, there is no such thing as time. Past, present, and future is happening all at once. Therefore, you did have the free will to do what you want. It's just God, this ultimate being, saw everything that you did all at once like that. Therefore, yes, you're given free will, but God knows what you're going to do because you already chose that. Now, a lot of people, atheists especially, probably like, that is the dumbest thing that I've ever heard. All right, whatever. But that was my thought process. That's how I get through life. Life is just a, a perception of what you think it is, your thoughts, and you can make it to be whatever it is. So yes, I believe in in aliens or extra dimensional beings or whatever you want to call it, because I'm one of those people who believes in the multiverse theory, or maybe it's a hologram. We don't know, but I think multiverse theory is probably what it is. And every single choice that could have happened has happened, uh, but we just live in this one reality and uh i'm really enjoying this reality uh i have two beautiful children i get to spend all day with them i got a beautiful wife who who works her butt off and loves her job and i got it through school and now she's doing that and i get to do stand-up at night like this is this is probably the happiest ever what's so small 
Oh, wow. We are so small, son. I'm glad you see it my way. I no, appreciate no, no. that. What did we discover? What did we discover? What exactly? What did we discover? We haven't really discovered anything. I like what you're thinking. See, my son's on that other level already. He's only three, and he knows. He's actually talking about an eraser right now. But uh, maybe he's not. Maybe he knows more than we do. Who knows? <laughs> oh, and then the end of the debate, we're talking about is there a meaning of life? And he's telling me, no, there is no meaning. That's all pointless. Uh, I can't wait till it ends, right? And I don't want to tell him and push him over the edge and be like, well, then kill yourself. Like, why are you waiting if it's meaningless? Just kill yourself. And some people say meaning of life is love or the meaning of life is to, um, you know, keep, keep pushing our civilization further. And the best explanation I've ever heard was from Bill Hicks. Right, and you know Bill Hicks, you've already know what I'm talking about, but the way he said it was that uh, right life is just a roller coaster. It's just it's just a ride. And the whole point is to enjoy the ride. It's an experience. So not necessarily that it doesn't matter, but we're here to have fun. We're here to love. We're here to enjoy this experience. And some people are like well, how can you say that there's war, there's people who are slaves and have to make iPhones, uh, which, by the way, if you say that and own an iPhone in your hand, you are the biggest hypocrite ever. I'm talking to a specific person. They know who they are. But <laughs> did you know that people are slaves and they have to make technology? Yeah, like that iPhone in your hand? I know, exactly. Freaking stop buying those. Anyway, the point is, as I record this on a MacBook Pro, uh, but I don't think they make those at Foxconn. Hopefully they don't. I don't know. Anyway, I bought it refurbished, so I bought it from another person who bought it. So I, it's kind of like recycling. That's what I do with all my technology. I don't buy new stuff. I buy old stuff because it's cheaper, and I don't have to be under a contract under phones. But, I, I, yeah, Bill Hicks's explanation to me was the was the best way to put it. Life is it's just a ride. It's just a ride. And, I think it was funny at the beginning of the podcast, and then it kind of got weird towards the end when I was talking about aliens and God and the meaning of life. And uh, some people are going to be like, man, I like your opinion. And other people will be like, you are the dumbest person I've ever heard, and I feel dumber for listening to this. And I feel sorry for your children because they're going to grow up ignorant like you. Hey, at least we have love, and that's all you need, right? I think that's a, a John Lennon song or something like that. All you need is love or a Beatles song. Did you enjoy the podcast? Son? Yeah. Yeah? Anything you want to add to it? No? What do you want for lunch? You want chicken? You want chicken for lunch? Is that what you want? No, no, eat omelet. We got an omelet? Okay, anyway. Uh, I'm going to cook them lunch. Uh, I'm assuming you want milk. Would you like milk? A bottle? Is that what you want? A bottle? All right, I'll get you a bottle. Look at this. The whole entire time, she just stared at me as I talked. Maybe she was judging me. Maybe babies are extremely smart because their pineal gland isn't calcified and they understand everything. Uh, was I right? Am I right? Okay. So maybe I'm right. I don't know. But uh, it was fun. It was a good podcast. Thank you all for listening to another episode of Daddy No. We appreciate it. You can check us out on iTunes. Uh, you can add me on SoundCloud. Um, I got some shows coming up this month. Uh, t- today, tomorrow, I'll be at LOL. 
on Friday at the Blind Tiger. On Saturday, I'll be at Tripp's Comedy Club in, in Canyon Lake with Raul Sanchez. Uh, next week at Improv downtown. And the week after that with Slade Ham and Godfrey at LOL. So uh, if you want to check me out, you can check out any of those shows. Uh, hit me up online. Message me. Um, and uh, maybe I can get you some tickets to that. Also, uh, add me on Facebook at Joshua Thalbasa. That's C-A-B-A-Z-A. You can follow me on there. Uh, funny Man Comedy Works. That's one word, funny man. And then comedy works. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Share. Subscribe, comment um, if you like it. I appreciate it. I'm gonna keep doing this every Wednesday for for as long as possible. And hey, even if uh, this doesn't go anywhere, at least years from now I can show my son. Hey, we used to podcast together when you were a toddler. You probably don't remember, but that's a nice little memory to have with my son. But thank you guys again for listening um, and appreciate it. Oh. And also check me out at MGB Podcast, where I'm uh, unrated. Yeah, it's pretty nasty, but it's funny. Uh, with uh, Shout out to George Anthony, uh, Blair Thompson, and Raul Sanchez, who were on the last episode we did this past Sunday, which is hilarious. Those are longer ones. Those are longer podcasts. Those are like two-hour podcasts. I like to keep this one short because then the kids either start crying or getting mad. or uh... Also, I just got to gotta do stuff around the house so the wife doesn't get all mad. Thank you again. Appreciate it. You guys have a great rest of the week, and uh, I'll talk to y'all next uh, Wednesday. Thanks.